if you're Nigerian, I know you know. <laughs> I know you know at least five people that want to jackpa. In case you don't know, that means to leave the country in search of quote unquote greener pastures. On this episode, we'll be talking about the realities of moving to another country and dealing with all of that in the middle of a pandemic. Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of I Prefer to Speak with Tiara, the podcast that explores conversations through the road less traveled. Can you guys tell that I'm nervous? I feel like you guys can tell that I'm nervous. (laughs) Okay, okay. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. And um, I hope you find something in this episode or in future episodes that resonates with you and makes you feel seen because that's the whole point, right? (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to be talking about moving to another country. And uh, I think it's relevant to give a little bit of backstory about myself. So, I'm Nigerian (laughs) and a little bit dramatic and very easily excited. Don't be alarmed. We're all friends here now. I just thought you should know. (laughs) So, I used to go to school in um, the University of Lagos um, last year, but I left a couple of months before my fourth year in the university and I moved to Mauritius. I know, I know, I know, a very drastic change, I know. (laughs) I actually always had plans to leave the country at one point or the other because (laughs) that place is not my home (laughs) and school just seemed like the best way to do it, right? But... After trying, you know, over and over and nothing seemed to work out, I just sort of resigned myself to finishing university in the University of Lagos and leaving after that. But towards the end of 2018, my mom came to me and she's like, oh, look at this school in Mauritius. What do you think? And I was like, Mauritius? Like, where is that? Literally, I don't think I could point it out on a map. Not that I could point out anywhere on a map because locations directions not really my thing (laughs) but i took it in stride and i was like okay i'll think about it and eventually i was like why the hell not right so i started to make plans and started to put little little things in motion to go to mauritius but even as i was making all of these plans i don't think it fully dawned on me that i was actually you know leaving like i don't think the reality of what was happening was registering in my brain. I was just doing the things, paying my school fees, shopping, doing this, doing that. But I don't think it fully registered that you're leaving. And this might not be like something that happens to everybody, but I was just coasting. Like I knew I was doing these things. I knew I was making these plans. I just couldn't feel the reality of what was happening. I think the day it fully dawned on me was one afternoon I was having a conversation with a friend and I just burst into random tears because I was like, 
oh my god this is happening and then i started to feel like little spurts of anxiety because i was like i'm leaving everything i know behind and i'm going to this place and what am i going to do when i get there you know i was just freaking out in the moment but eventually i spoke to some people about it and i just tried to put all of that out of my mind and just tried to you know do what i was doing and just put one foot in front of the other and just move <laughs> and so yeah that was pretty much what i was doing before i left right and i had actually spoken to a couple of people who had moved out of the country who were like friends and family and whatnot and they were like i know you're excited about leaving but i hope you've taken into consideration the loneliness that you're going to feel when you go like it's not a joke like prepare your mind for all of that and i was like okay but how like how bad could it be you know <laughs> i was so <laughs> i did not know anything i was just like okay but like it can't be that bad like i feel like you guys are exaggerating and i just i just didn't give it like another moment's thought like i was just like okay but little did i know <laughs> So, fast forward to the 20th of September 2019, the plane was about to land in Mauritius and my mom was like, hmm, Mauritius, so now we're here. My mom was so dramatic. <laughs> she was like, we're here, how do you feel? And I remember looking out of the window and thinking, I don't know. Is this fear? Is this excitement? Am I happy? Am I scared? I couldn't put my finger on how I was feeling. I was just like, I don't know, but let's go and see what is in the Mauritius, right? So, you know, we get into the country, everything is so different. I remember my first couple of days on the island, everything was so new. And I think that's part of like the joy in traveling because I promised that the sky was bluer, the trees were greener, the air was like, I don't even know, the quality of everything. It was like I was seeing everything in such high definition. I was in awe and I couldn't believe it. You know, that was just, I was just like, what? Are you really? Like, is this life? <laughs> and I just lived like, the next couple of weeks before school actually started in this touristy bubble just having a nice time la vida loca whatever davido said i was just like wow <laughs> and you know my mom was cooking so i was eating like home food i wasn't really like exposed to mauritian food or anything i was just having the time of my life then my mom left and school started and I was well and truly all alone. And guys, let me tell you, it was like someone put off whatever music was happening in the background, you know, like in movies where you hear like an orchestra singing in the background when someone is happy and all these rom-com movies and all of that. It was like someone put off my orchestra background music and I was hearing pin drop silence. I started to notice how everything was suddenly so different. 
I tried so hard to not compare, but everything was so different. And Mauritius is so expensive, especially if you've lived the better part of your life in Lagos. Ha! <laughs> and then the food was so different. I remember going out to eat and I'm like, no pepper, no where are all the spices I know? And that in itself made me sad. I don't know the number of times I've said to anybody back home that if I knew that the last time I was going to eat Amala was the last time I was going to eat Amala in a while, I would have eaten it every single day before I left. That breaks my heart. Like every time I remember, I'm actually sad. This was loneliness, guys. This was pure unadulterated loneliness i was (laughs) oh my goodness i was so alone no i was not alone because sometimes there were people around me i was lonely that was what it was i was lonely i felt like a discarded piece of another puzzle thrown onto an already completed puzzle i felt like i didn't fit anywhere i felt like There were conversations I couldn't have with people because I just felt like everybody was so different. Everything was so different. And not in a good way. There are things about Mauritius that are different in amazing ways. I'm sure that there are places that people are that are different from like their home countries or their home cities. And, you know, in a good way. I just wasn't sure if this difference was a good thing. I couldn't just get my head out of the past. I couldn't just stop thinking about all the things I didn't do when I was home, all the people I didn't see, all the conversations I didn't have face-to-face with people that I know, people that I love, you know? Man, I was sad. I was lonely and I was sad. I was... (sighs) So I just lived in my head, you know, thinking about what I didn't do before I left thinking about all the things I would do when I go back home whenever that would be because I wasn't even sure if I was going to go home for Christmas so I was just thinking about okay you know what when it's summertime I'll go home and I'll be happy then because I'm not happy right now you know so the actual day-to-day motions were not even registering in my mind I wasn't present I was just I was just physically here my spirit (laughs) my mind was elsewhere (laughs) and I don't think it's something you can prepare for you know how I said that people were telling me that prepare your mind I feel like you can have it somewhere at the back of your mind that I'm going to face this but you won't actually know the extent of it until you experience it it's a really hands-on situation like you have to you have to experience it you can't you can't fully understand it if you've not experienced it before it's it's hmm it's different. It's a different experience altogether from anything I think I've ever known. So, yeah. Now, coronavirus! <laughs> Corona! Fair to Mauritius, because I know that everything I've said in the past um, few minutes has made the whole place sound so gloomy and... Ugh. But to be fair to Mauritius, they actually really handled the situation rather well. And I think after the initial scare, the threat of actually catching the virus kind of just faded into background noise for me. And on some level, I just felt like 
it was so far removed from my reality like i just felt like if i did the littlest things to stay safe stay indoors i felt like the government was handling the situation pretty well and i wasn't going to catch the virus now i'm just going to stop here and say that i sympathize wholly with everybody who has lost somebody due to the virus anybody who is currently struggling with the virus anybody who has um lost opportunities or whatever you know to the virus i wholly sympathize with you and if you're stranded somewhere that you feel like you like you might catch the virus i know how that feels if you're stranded somewhere and you want to be home with your loved ones we're in the same boat (laughs) if you're in nigeria please i'm begging you i'm on my knees please stay safe please wear your masks practice your social distancing just try to extend the littlest bit of empathy to your next person your neighbor and just try to you know yeah just try to stay safe please i know it's hard because of the way nigeria is trust me i (laughs) i know but i feel like just take the littlest um measures that the ncdc or the cdc in whatever country you're in has provided and let's all just try to keep safe with that said (laughs) even though i felt like the threat of coronavirus was kind of removed from my reality was that the end of my story (laughs) you guys don't even know me i'm going to make another episode dedicated to my many hilarious misadventures in mauritius because when you think you've come to the end of a story of mine (laughs) you will find that there is deeper still to go (laughs) but that is story for stories for another day coronavirus didn't just come in the form of a deadly virus it came with depression anxiety and a host of mental health issues that i cannot even exhaust personally I feel like my mental health was thrown into a toilet and flushed, like, with the quickness. Like, flushed like someone took a shit in a guest's, in, in like, (sighs) I don't even know, guys. There was a virus killing people, and even though I felt like I was safe, I was worried for my loved ones who are, like, thousands of miles away from me. I don't even think I remember anything that happened towards the end of April. And I promised that I just coasted through May, barely alive. Like, <laughs> the depression hook me for neck. It was stepping on my throat. I was, hmm, I didn't care about anything. Not even my skincare. And if you know me, you know I don't play with my skincare. I was constantly afraid of how far I was slipping, but I didn't even care enough to do anything about it. You know how they show, like, black holes in movies? Like, how you throw something into the black hole and... You won't even hear the end. You won't hear like when it lands wherever the end of the black hole is. Or like when they show somebody getting stuck in quicksand and the person can't like move out of it. Yeah. My life just felt like someone chewed a bit of a black hole and a bit of quicksand and threw up in my head. It was ugly. Hmm. Hmm. I honestly can't even say that I'm fully out of the woods yet because I still feel like I'm stuck in Mauritius. The borders are closed till August 31st and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to come back 
home because I really want to go home but I don't think I'm going to be able to do that and it doesn't help that Mauritius is actually isolated like it's an island almost in the middle of nowhere so I feel stuck in my mind and physically I also feel like I'm stuck but I think that it has definitely definitely helped that um, my family and my friends and my loved ones in general have just tried to you know be there for me and just make sure like I can feel that they love me and they care for me and that's why I'm going to just emphasize that you don't know how far the littlest bit of warmth can go to someone or rather for someone like it doesn't take anything away from you to just be a little bit kinder show a little bit more empathy because all of us are fighting wars in our heads coronavirus is kicking serious ass though they didn't know the extent of what I was going through it really helped that they were just there for me and I think that really really meant everything at that time also therapy therapy definitely helps I'm a huge fan I feel like everyone should go to therapy to be very honest so if you've ever been in this space you can't see me but I'm doing the universal nod of solidarity like I see you if you're still in this space I don't have all the answers and I cannot categorically tell you when it will get better, but I can and I will tell you that you are not alone. The path to feeling like you fit in a different part of the earth is different in, you know, the hardness. Is that is that a word? But it's it's hard. <laughs> it's it's hard, it's not pretty, you know. And I totally understand if you're in this space. I totally understand how you feel. And if you're interested, I'll tell you a couple of things that I've learned in my little time here. I found that, one, you need to live in the present. Need. In all caps. Like, it's not, you need to live in the present. You need to get your head out of the past and the future and actively try to enjoy the moments you can by practicing mindfulness. All the moments are not all bad, okay? Breathe, you know, and just try to take cognizance of exactly what you're feeling at every single time and exactly what is happening and just try to live in the present. Two, change doesn't have to be a bad thing. I really struggled with holding on to who I used to be while being here because that me was familiar and safe and I was kind of scared to get to know who I would become in this new place. Like, would I like her? Would she be so different that when I go back home, people won't know me anymore and, you know, the people I love would feel alienated from me? But I'm learning that change doesn't have to be bad. It might not feel like it, but you're in control of the things that you do the choices you make and the perspectives that you allow to shape your ideologies and your values and to be honest that's what makes you who you are so breathe you're okay whatever version of yourself you are today tomorrow or the day after you're okay three not everyone you meet or talk to is your quote-unquote friend and you won't find your quote-unquote community in every gathering or bar or party you go to it's all right. It's normal. The media has really done a number on us. Contrary to how I met your mother or friends, you will not just bump into people randomly and become thick as thieves. 
but don't worry you'll find your people it doesn't really matter when four on the days that you can wake up and show up for yourself do something you enjoy no matter how little it can just be taking extra time in the shower or making dinner or taking a walk or going to the beach no don't do that corona is outside but (laughs) do something little for yourself every day or every day that you can i understand that you might not feel like it every day because i know i struggle with consistency as well but the days that you can please please remember to show up for yourself five life will never be the same and that's okay take comfort in the fact that to be very honest (laughs) we are all winging it or 90% of it. Nobody knows everything. Nobody really knows how tomorrow is going to be or what to do when it comes. But hey, we're all here, right? So take comfort in that little fact. Now, unfortunately, I can't give you specific mental health advice because (laughs) I don't have the range. I'm not a therapist. But if you think you need one, please see one it hurts me that therapy is ridiculously expensive and hopefully it gets recognized as basic health care because honestly i think that it is i think that everybody should be able to afford therapy Ugh. to be honest life can be so scary but it is what it is or whatever they said If you're planning to move to another country or even another city, I wish you all the best and I really hope you find whatever it is that you're looking for. That's today's episode on I Prefer to Speak with Tiara, guys. (laughs) We made it through how many minutes? 20 plus minutes. If you like this and you want to share an experience or a comment with me, you can send me a voice message by downloading the Anchor app, searching for I Prefer to Speak with Tiara, and click on the voice message icon. (laughs) And also, please let me know if you would like to remain anonymous. That means if you would not like for me to share your experience or your comment on another episode of this podcast, I will definitely adhere to your wishes. Okay, guys, so until the next episode, please stay safe and 